welcome to another exciting broadcast. I've been told that I often <laughs> come on a little hot, as they say, and uh, it's a little bit uh, too energetic for the sake of starting a Blackcast. So welcome to the Blackcast. I, of course, as always, am Christian Blatt on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. On the other side of the glass, Captain EO at Jeff Duray. Hey, hey, hey. On both Twitter and Instagram. And we're fortunate enough to once again be blessed by a couple of lovely ladies, my lovely wife, he- wife Heather. Hello. On Twitter and Instagram at HJengaB. Correct? Yes. I just wanted to make sure I didn't uh, have your plugs wrong. And on the way on the other side of the glass behind Jeff is Special Agent Natasha Romanoff. Welcome back to the Black House, Natasha. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. And we don't have any social media to plug for you, but that's probably better. It adds to the mystique because you are a secret agent. I am a secret agent. Yes. Is she a mystique or is she a secret agent? No, it's Romanoff. Yeah, she's Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, she's, but you just call her not, Mystique. You it, it adds to the Mystique, not to uh, her. Romanov. Yeah. Wait, you don't have social media? I do, but I don't. I just I don't have Twitter, and I have Instagram, but it has just a very select few number of photos on it. I just don't. It's I not don't, for everybody, mm, you I know. Don't look, Insta too much. Not not everybody likes to Insta the way that uh, you know Bujanski does, basically. You know. And he's gone crazy with it, by the way, Jeff. Wouldn't you agree? He's like it's because of, it's because of his country music gig. Yeah, it's, it's because all the fans. And please tell me you read some of the comments. Yeah, it's insane. He it's disgusting. This is our friend Liev we're talking about, aka David Bajenski. Now that he's with Go Country, he accepts Facebook friend requests from fans of the show, and they'll record, not record, but they'll comment on his posts, and it's like. You're so cute. You know, just like super creepy things that, you know, he's not that cute. I mean, I feel <laughs> like that's... They definitely want to build him up in yeah. all their comments. You're the best! You know? Don't feel bad about yourself. You're yeah. great. Graham is nothing without you. <laughs> Take over the show. But anyway... Eat Graham. <laughs> he and then basically would. the equivalent of him, they, was, they basically say, I would. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's always his thing. his comments. I would. That's true. Yeah. That's that's oh, everything. I read one, what was it, the other day that was just like, and remember, you're on my bucket list. It was <laughs> like, oh, God. Oh, gross. <laughs> First thing that's on your bucket list, the rest of your teeth. Oh, yikes. But, yeah, no, it's uh, that's definitely some creepy people on there. But, you know, what do you expect? Look what he attracts. And I don't, I don't mean his girlfriend. I realize it could be taken that way. I mean... You know, just who he is. He's he's such white trash that it makes sense that uh, the people on Facebook are, are drawn to that. But anyway, Liev's not here. Unfortunately, listeners of the Blackcast are going to get to hear a whole lot of Liev very soon. If you remember, Jeff, we have an episode that uh, has kind of been in the can, as they say, where we just let Liev be Liev. And our friend Matt and Casey will be back for that episode. I didn't and even realize that hadn't aired yet. No, no, no. I've been saving it. Oh, or maybe terrified by it. I'm yeah. not quite sure. But uh, anyway, so you'll get you'll get more Liev than you'll know what to do with. But anyway, before we started recording this episode, we were talking again about X-Men Days of... No, not Days of Future Past. X-Men Apocalypse, which we are not here to review again. I think we did that thoroughly. But we were talking about how much we like Quicksilver and the actor who plays him. And I guess, Natasha, you were talking about how he is from American, American Horror, Horror Story. Story yeah. yeah, so... I have not seen much of that, but you guys had a whole conversation that I was like, great, save it for the air. And now that was like 20 minutes ago. So you may not remember what you were saying, but talk about 
you know, some of the different things you've seen him do there, because all I've ever seen him do is run really fast or even less than that. Everyone around him be really slow. Yeah, well, you know, the fast running is a solid skill. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I wish I had it. I wish I had it, too. I would not be as late as I am all the time. Um, but, yeah, he, I, so I've watched um, everything up until Hotel, just because Hotel didn't make sense to me. <laughs> and um, Heather, was that the one that you watched an episode of? No, I watched um, Freak, Freak Show. Show. Okay. Yeah, Freak Show, I was teetering out on Freak Show. Um, but he, in the first season, I thought he was super interesting just because of the complexity of his character, he plays, I, I do believe I'm talking about the right season, um, a character who uh, doesn't realize what it is that he had done when he was alive. And I think the secret comes out that he is actually um, a ghost in this house. Interesting. And, you know, uh, I think he was aware of what he did. Oh, was he? Yeah. Because uh, I felt, well, I mean, I guess sort of then the grappling with it, uh, the difference between like, you know, the way he likes the girl and the person he wants to be versus what he really was. And sort of the discovery of that, I felt like he had a really good, um, good layers. He, as an actor, you could see that there was a lot happening for him. He really understood his character, where he was coming from, where he was going. And it, it really captured me. I think he was probably my favorite, along with the girl that played his love interest um, in that season. Uh, and then he sort of, you know, isn't a um, main thing, I guess, in the next few seasons, but sort of is still in them. And I just, I think he's an interesting actor. He's a big character in the second season. Yeah, second one he is. How does that, how does it work uh, watching that show in terms of, you know, there's a lot of the same cast playing different characters. Is it, is it jarring at all? Like, oh, wait, they're not that person from last season. I have to, you know, forget all about that. I thought it was a really interesting take on, because to me, when I first, when I first heard that they were doing that, because I wasn't following the show at the time. Uh, were you watching it live? Like, did you have no. you been keeping up with it? Okay. No. Well, when I had heard that they did that, I really liked that as an idea, and mm-hmm. I have seen a few of the seasons of the show, and I think it's a really smart way of doing a type of show. So instead of having to have a serial show or a show that's all episodic, where it's like each adventure has nothing to do with one another, you can have these great story arcs across a season, and then just move on to a whole new story arc. You have the same characters. So the idea of that is it's like, I, I don't know if it has, it's a contractual thing or if it's just like a, as an audience, we tend to like stick to these actors who played these characters that I, we I think relate it's to. partially a Ryan Murphy decision. It's like this actor has worked. This has, you know, been somebody that I enjoy working with. But as you've talked about it, I started to think there's probably a lot of shows we can think of where it might have been better that they did that. You just keep the cast. You maybe even keep the creative people around. It's like, yeah, so now we're going to just tell a different story uh-huh. with these people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's harder to do with like, say, comedy, but I, I don't know. I like feel like heroes. Yeah, Heroes, Heroes would have been... You yeah. end that first season, and you've got this like great storyline, and people are like, dope. Now take those characters and make us a whole new Heroes storyline, instead of continuing it and then just like throwing everything in the garbage of, over time. And literally in the garbage, so because that's where the show went. Like That first season of Heroes was so well-realized for you know, super-powered slash superhero stories, and then you're like, oh no, no, this is not good. And uh, we tried to watch the reboot, if you remember, Heather, and yeah, obviously we got busy what with you know parenting and whatnot, but there was no sense of excitement for... I don't even know how many episodes they did of that. Mm-hmm. I don't even know oh, if they're still on the TiVo. I don't think... We no. watched I think we watched one. 
We did. And I was like, I did the same thing. Yeah, and the guy who played Chuck was in it. You know, I'm like, I love that guy. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I don't love Zachary Levi that much that I I don't know. And, you know, the boring character. Yeah, and the Horn Glasses guy was there. I love that guy. But I was just like, I'm like, no. I I don't know. I think that the, uh, the ship had sailed too long ago. And, you know, maybe if, like they said, like Jeff said, you could have told these different stories like yeah just just do that like don't tell the continuous story and i think the fact that you know a good example for american horror story being on cable is you can do that more like networks are like no 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 you know just you know people watch this don't change it too much you know you can change it a little bit you know 124 it's like no it's going to be it's going to be uh one day for the season uh all right your daughter can fight a mountain lion but that's the only thing that you can change everything else has to be be the same plus as much as in in one way you could be isolating or excuse me alienating your audience one season and then draw them completely back in the next yeah. season yeah. and it doesn't matter that they never want to watch season 5 you watch season 6 it has nothing to do with season 5 well, I think also if you look at it from like an artistic perspective, being able to watch these groups of actors and um, creators sort of work together season after season after season or film after film, like if you look at the Best in Show team. Oh, that yeah, movie, that's a great example. Yeah. Um, you know, it's you can see how much they grow together and how they change together and the way things work out so well. The reason that those always do so well and people always go to see them, even if it's, you know, different seasons or different storylines, is because you know that this team is a solid team that will always produce really, you know, top-notch work together. Do they, so not having watched any of the other seasons of American Horror Show, do they have the actors play similar characters each season? They tend to be, like, an an entirely different That's cool. Sometimes, though. Like, certain, like, um, well, what was her name? Uh... The old lady. Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So she kind of plays somewhat similar characters because she gets typecast as like this matriarch character. Yeah. But then the, her motivations can be completely different season to season. You know, mm-hmm. like one season she could be kind of like a matriarch that you're like rooting against because you're like, oh, you're the worst. And then it's a matriarch that you're like, oh, mama's here to like save everybody. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. So, uh, Heather, the one you watched was yeah. Freak Show. Freak Show. Yeah. And did you watch the whole episode? Or, cause, I watched the whole episode. Because you had a the friend first. that worked on it or yeah. something? Yeah. and But you were definitely like, this is not my kind of show. It's not. It's not my kind of show. And I know our friend Agent Starling, who is not with us. He's not dead. He's just not with us today. <laughs> uh, he he gave. He had watched the show up to that point, and he's like, "Yeah, that's it. I'm done." He's just like, "It's all over." And it had something to do with the clown, which it I think Heather Heather had some concerns and questions about there being. A I clown. started talking about the clown uh, earlier. Yeah, it was the clown was stu- like the clown was one of the things that lost it for me because one of the things I hate like with this whole uh, murder porn trend in in horror films right like Saw Hostel to me it's not awesome to see fucking fake bone and flesh and blood shot everywhere and like really oh you're really watching the viscera come out like oh that's such a disturbing experience no it's not it's just gross it just makes me want to throw up because it's gross yeah, so it's like either I don't care because I'm a doctor and completely unaffected by the inside <laughs> of human beings, or yeah. this is gross. Neither part of me is scared by this. I'm just grossed out, and I and I get the idea maybe to like give you that sense of discomfort, but it's like, but it's not a discomfort that leads to enjoying this film better. I'm not like yeah. made uncomfortable and then like, oh, I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm like, um, this is gross. I was gonna eat this pizza and now I can't. Yeah. You could argue <laughs> that Game of Thrones is another show that has a lot of like brutal, gory aspects that I don't find entirely necessary yeah. all the time. I'd agree. But I love, can't stop watching it. 
anything. Yeah, now you don't know us that well, but, but we're we we're in the the other camp where it's just yeah. it's just not for us. We just yeah. know that you know. Uh, Heather actually did, watched, it. She, watched. She watched a few. I, I forget why you watched them for a meeting or something or. No, I think I just maybe for me. I think I think I, think, I, think yeah. I did want to know before yeah. like always saying. That yeah, and and my thing is just I know myself, and I just knew that that wasn't my kind of show, and I just didn't want to watch it. But then just taking that kernel, Natasha, people would be so angry. They would be like, you need to watch it. It's the best show on TV. You're a fucking moron. And I'm like, yeah. well, now yeah. I'm not going to watch it just so out of spite. Angry. No, I mean, I, I had to do it twice. I stopped and then like decided to go back and revisit because so many people yeah. had done that to me. Friends of ours yeah. were like, oh, we had to watch the DVDs and then after every episode, we'd like check out the appendix or the, you know, whatever the information. Cause like uh-huh. we didn't know who the characters were. I'm like, why well, don't, I don't need that. I don't. I don't need there to be an accompanying. Someone, someone once tried to sell it to us by oh. this one episode. I guess some sort of dr- smoke monster dragon comes out of somebody's vagina. Yeah, it was like a. Just, it was like an eel. I was baby. like, I don't oh, yeah, think yeah. I yeah, need to and see I, this. I turned to the person. I'm like, if you could hear what you were saying right now, as someone who didn't watch the show. You would understand that it's not a selling point. Yeah, those you know? are the people that need to not try and sell shows. Yeah. yeah. Yo, and this yeah. person should definitely not be no, selling you shows. You want to know to something us. great? One, I feel that now that they've gotten past where the books are, the show's getting better because they're like, oh, yeah, now that we're not like dictated by this already set storyline, we can ramp it up. Let's get at it. And so they're already getting way better and more interesting, and shit's actually like huh. happening more immediately. They've killed off so many characters that you can now follow the characters. Yeah, people get very upset. When it's yeah. a show gets that has off. surprisingly yeah. gotten better over time because it has pared down <laughs> by like sheer, just like because of what the story's about. But like by getting rid of all these people, you're kind of like, <laughs> oh, cool. Now I know what's happening day to day. Like I, I can actually follow who this is. Yeah. They don't have that many more episodes, right? Or, uh, I think they're like halfway through this season. No, but I mean, do Magic. they do they I have an done? order for more seasons? For more or I don't seasons? even know. That I, mean, I have no idea. That show has to be so expensive, and yeah, yeah a the lot of people watch it. The books aren't done. Uh, so many people watch it, but HBO usually has their cap around eight seasons. Yeah, so, and yeah. I think they're on their. Sixth I think they or just become too now. expensive. Yeah. You know, you have to just start paying. You know, actors and producers well, yeah. and everything. That's you know? why they killed Carnival because it was supposed to be like two million an episode. Oh, yeah, crap. and he was uh, like the director was like, "No, yeah, I need more than that." And they were like, "Dude, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Carnival. This isn't The Sopranos." He's like, "This is my art." <laughs> Although I mean, it really was has his anybody, art. Yeah, yeah, has anybody else watched Carnival? Uh, I haven't actually. Uh, it's I, don't. Like, here's the thing about it. It's such a good fascinating show i watched it uh like a bunch of it when it very first aired and sure. i loved it and then i watched the entirety of what they released of it uh like while i was in college and i was like oh this is so cool and then it ends because it was not supposed to end there right. and you're like this is the worst possible way that this could have <laughs> gone down like yeah. what the fuck well that's what you have to be careful of you know because when you're like oh i'm gonna create the outrage and mm-hmm. make people want the show to come back and i was just reading that they like changed the ending uh for the what was the series finale of nashville hardly great art but because <laughs> they want people to be upset and want them to know what's going to happen so that they try and demand it end up somewhere else but what will probably happen is like oh yeah our bad you'll never you will never Never, ever, ever know, you know, and that's just so frustrating when a show ends, especially when you film an ending that would have tied it up. Well, this was 
this was the the guy had uh, six seasons. It was all going to be six seasons, like the whole show. Right. Uh, the first two seasons, which is what we got, are literally Act One. Like oh, it was wow. meant yeah. to be Act One. It is oh, I didn't intended. even realize that it was. So it that really big. just set up. Oh. Yeah, it's, and it's something that never happened. Yeah, and and it, but it's like such a it's a fan fucking tastic Act One. It really pulls you in. But the it is so clear that there is infinitely more to go. And and I like read the whole like outline because he had outlined everything he, he would like plan for the overarch of the whole story what was happening, that's all like that was already planned out and he only got to get so the first. Third. Would it be like you know you you have an X Men movie where you gather up all the X Men and you kind of see them using their power and like all right you guys all have costumes the end. Yeah. You never fight anybody. Yeah. It's basically uh, that. Because be, you have to put it in terms that I can relate yeah, to. It, yeah. It would be like it would be like. Um, so right when they're all getting ready to avenge in that first Avengers <laughs> yeah. movie, and then and then like you know the uh, basically Agent What's His Face dies, and they're all oh, like Agent Coulson and ready to go, and then it's like peace, no yeah. more Avengers ever. It's like oh that's too bad that Coulson's dead, but we're gonna try and stop fighting the end. Fade to black. Wait, oh, is Coulson Clark Gregg? Yes. yes. Okay. And he is alive on the TV show. Yeah, uh, he also taught my sister. No. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, Natasha, you were telling us before we started recording, uh, talk about who your sister is and some of the uh, opportunities she's gotten to have. So my sister, I'm so, so proud of her. Um, Amelia Rose Blair, she's an actress. Um, her, uh, I would say, more some of her more recent stuff that people would probably know would be she was on the last two seasons of True Blood. Um, she played Willa, the governor's daughter. Was she, she a vampire? Because I, I didn't. She actually was turned by Eric into a vampire, which is exactly what both of us had always said, exactly <laughs> what we want to be if we were on the show. Oh, that's amazing. Lucky so duck. She, yeah, she really um, got that. Yeah, and then she was on the first season of MTV Scream. She played the killer. Ooh, Spoiler alert. That's all right. Now, I wish, I wish our friend Will was here because uh, he hated Scream. I watched a few more episodes than he did, and I'm like, oh, you know, this show is really for a, a different demographic oh, than me. Yeah. They're not trying to get me. They're, they're telling their story. I mean, I was just disappointed because I loved the Scream movies so much, and I'm like, oh, the idea of a Scream series seemed fun, but that's all right. We so, loved the first movie. Yeah. Post that, I was kind of like... Oh. Well, the first movie was great, and then the other ones were kind of fun, but yeah, you're, you're right. I watched the second one so many times as a kid and yeah. still didn't get it i was like wait there was a second one you're what? like one day i'm gonna understand this you know yeah like how did he know to make a second video that's like okay here's what happens in sequels really aren't you dead <laughs> like you had time to do that but anyway um so yeah so that's fun is she working on anything right now or uh... um right now she's actually in michigan with her boyfriend um and she just has a game a game that came out. If you have an Xbox, Quantum Break, I believe it is called. She cool. is in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, yeah. She's <laughs> Heather's looking her up, up on, on IMDb. Uh, IMDb. <laughs> she apparently did a Criminal Minds episode. She did. And yeah. Law yeah, and Order SVU. That one. It was good. Oh, yeah, no, she not Law and Order she, SVU. The she Criminal Minds episode was like the movie Room. Oh, it was super fun. Oh, wow. Um, am I allowed to curse on this? Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. we are. Yeah. You um, definitely can fucking curse. But when she did SVU, <laughs> she actually was told by um, the actress that plays Olivia. Mariska Hargitay? Yeah, yeah, that she was um, like one of the favorite 
uh, guest stars she'd ever worked with. Wow. And said, so you know, nice. keep in touch. You want to keep you know, in track of what she was doing. Oh, that's very nice. Um, Mariska was always very nice. I worked on SVU for a few years, and it's not one of my favorite experiences in my career, although I did love having a job where one of my coworkers was iced tea. That was yes. kind of amazing. <laughs> but um, I, I don't have warm memories for the show, but Mariska was always very nice, and my friend Rachel was her assistant for a couple of years. So. She's badass. Yeah, and she's still on that show. So, Still you know, trucking away. Yeah, and you feel like if she weren't on the show, people would be like, but but no. Where See, is she? when she lost her partner, I was kind of like, Mer. Stabler? I had to stop watching it. Really? These yeah. newbies, I just like, oh, stop talking. Well, he's got to go cook for the summer camp or else, who else how else are they going to eat, right? <laughs> Why don't you explain what that is for? Wet Hot American Summer. And he also had a, a great, very small role in uh, Harold and Kumar, Go to White Castle. Uh, and yeah. True Blood. Basically. Look at that. It all comes together. Wow, been doing so much. Chris Maloney, by the way, is his name. Uh, not one of my favorite people I've ever worked with, but that's okay. Is, we, he, is he a bad person in real life? Um, not somebody, not my kind of person. Is he serious, like Stabler? Super serious. Takes everything very uh, seriously. And I wasn't there anymore, but Scuttlebutt was that when Mariska finally won an Emmy, uh, it didn't sit well with him, that she won oh, an Emmy and he didn't. So baby. they started doing like very serious, like, let's try and get an Emmy episodes. And you would always tell from the commercial, like, oh, this is the Emmy episode. They started he doing would, like, serious Well, you could episodes. tell, though. You, here's what, how you could tell. Because he would like punch a locker in a commercial and you keep punching it till his hands were bloody. And you're like, oh, yeah, he's going to really show his range. And that. He's feeling something. Yeah. And then he just looks up. Why did you make me this? This is how be? Is this how I Kind of. That can, like, not to... to no, we, can, back we can always go back into but, but X-Men Apocalypse. Just the one thing I wanted to say, as soon as I saw that scene, was like, oh, one line too late. Cut it yeah. one yeah. line early. Yeah. It's like, That's a good scene. It's because you it's... You gave it one line too many. It's like, where's your objective people to be like, listen. Yeah. <laughs> it's that moment where it turned into, I know what Magneto did last summer. <laughs> where he's just yelling up at the sky. And, you know, I'd, honestly, I'd ra- I would rather watch Jennifer Love Hewitt in the rain scream at the sky. Magneto. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so Natasha, as somebody who has only really been on the Black Cast once before, uh, what are some of your other favorite shows and movies, things that uh, you like to watch, things that maybe you've convinced Jeff to watch, you know, just whatever, just some of your favorite things. You don't have to rank them in any kind of order. All right. Okay. So I would say that my, like, good job, Tosh, you've showed Jeff something great, is um, Matt Smith's <laughs> part of Doctor Who. Which we talked about a couple of episodes ago, yeah. that that was how you got Jeff in. Yeah, that, because, yeah well, because he was he, starting with, with Eccleston, and, yeah. which I did. And I was just like, well, because I'd already seen a bunch. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll actually start. But it's like, oh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of stuff where, like, you know, maybe 2005 doesn't hold up. And it wasn't holding your interest, correct, Jeff? Yeah, it was just, it was just a little bit. It wasn't bad. I didn't dislike it. I just wasn't. Yeah, really interested to find out what happens on the next episode. Right, but Natasha was, like, was just like, just start with mm-hmm. uh, with this episode, yeah. which it's basically at the point to put it in terms where uh, where Heather can relate. It's at the point where uh, selfie uh, starts being on. <gasps> yeah. Which was one of Heather's favorite show, which uh, Karen Gillian, who oh, yeah. was on a show called Selfie, which I know people who hated that show, but I thought it was really cute and it was really funny. Speaking of John Cho, they had a great back and forth. And um, Heather was very disappointed when the show yeah, was very really abruptly. I, I, I think that they were finally finally finding their stride and then yeah. it got canceled. And 
you know, I, I like, I like when Asian characters are on TV. And- Pushing Daisies is an interesting oh, example because yeah. I loved the first loved season it, yeah. so much. So and then the second season, they like yeah. tinker with it and they try and undo all the stuff that's great. For whatever reason, you have olives in a monastery and you have people se- yeah. separated and you're like, why are you Kristen doing this? Chetowith. Yeah, why are you doing this in season two? Like, do that in like season seven or something. But it's like, just give us a little bit more of what we already liked yeah. and and tweak it, which is kind of the, you know, taking doing an about face well, the most of what I said. That part is when Ronan just breaks that dude's neck, and you're like, "Calm down, dude." The defiler. Lee oh, the, defi- the defiler. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm like, Sorry. I'm, I'm like, I'm I, I went a little too inside baseball for my own good. <laughs> Heather wants to know. He's the bad guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. Ronan. Yep. Oh, 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 uh, oh. Which yeah. I just Got it saw. Now. Thank no, you, Jeff. No, she did not. What? She yep. did not finish I... it. She fell asleep. What? Okay, you know what? I'm working three jobs. Life is hard. <laughs> okay. Can we talk in about... Fairness, in fairness, she, <laughs> yeah. she had been basically... She hadn't slept more than like three hours yeah. in a few days. And you're like, well, well stay I put awake. It on for her. Actually, I did. I gave her like this whole thing about like, if you fall asleep, I'm going to be so disappointed in <laughs> oh, you. Oh, boy. And so how disappointed were you? right at the big <laughs> battle with the Nova Corps and everything. Okay, but in my defense... I told him that my stomach was hurting and I was going to turn over and close my eyes. And the next she time he looked back, I, I did. Liar. I did. And the next time he looked back, I was asleep. <laughs> it's okay. I've fallen asleep during many a thing that Christian has tried to so- show me. Right? Yeah. I always open my eyes randomly and Jeff's just looking at me with such disappointment. <laughs> there are like, some things I, I don't think I've tried to show you again. Like, you know, when it comes Monty to... Python? Monty Python. Uh, but, so many a guy has but tried to show me Monty me. Python. it's not just Yeah, that's just your your life you've been showing. So I'm like, <laughs> all right. And then I started thinking, I'm like, well, maybe I'll just show you Life of Brian because that's a completely I different should. story. And that's, that's that. more fun. That could be a fun Easter tradition, you know, that we could start there. But uh, so that's probably what we'll do. You know? I'll drop a, a little <laughs> note for you, Heather. If you haven't yeah. seen this, it's got nothing to do with anything we talked about. Yeah. Being Julia um, with Annette Benning. It's really funny. I think that she's hilarious. It's got Lucy Punch in it. It's got um, oh Lucy Punch. Yeah, Lucy Punch. I don't think Christian likes Lucy Punch. I don't well, like Lucy, Lucy Punch. Punch him out of the room and watch it with your baby. <laughs> yeah, Felix will love yeah. it. I was just about to say that sounded like girl talk. Let's get back to the gable. Uh, being, <laughs> no, no. Wait, being get, Julia. No, no. Being Julia. Heather's yeah. writing it down. Ooh, yeah. yeah, no. Uh, Lucy Punch was on a show that another show that got canceled very oh, quickly. That was another one of Heather's favorites. A show called The Class, which had so many people on it who ended up being in other shows, yeah. uh, such as uh, uh, Mitch from Modern Family. What's that actor's name? Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Yeah, he's got three names. I couldn't even remember one of them. Uh, and you know, just a few other people. What's her name? The blonde girl who's in everything. No, 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 no. Um, Lucy Punch. No, the girl on uh, Masters oh, of Sex. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Lizzie Kaplan. Yep, yeah, Lizzie, Lizzie Kaplan. Kaplan. So it has this great cast. It was like a cute, really fun show. It's people who reconnect at their the school reunion, the class, and uh, it was very funny. But you know, only for a season, and then everybody goes on to all these other shows, and you just sometimes get reminded of like, oh yeah, that that didn't last. But anyway, so I just went off on there. Lucy Punch was also on, uh, the one that Nat Faxon was on with his, it was supposed to be him and his sister. And she inexplicably had a British accent and it was really hard to listen to. Now I'm confused. Is she actually British or not? I don't think she is. Is Lucy Punch? Yeah. Yeah. 
I think so. Yeah, I think she is uh, British. Well, you just didn't like it. I didn't like it. And usually I have yeah, a problem. English. I usually have a problem when uh, British actors do their American accents, Hugh Laurie. And I can't. I just can't watch it. It's just like, no, it just hurts my ears to hear them struggling so hard. And it is, as we talked about, Jeff, it's a problem with the little snippets that we hear of Benedict Cumberbatch in the Doctor Strange trailer. I'm like, man, if he has the slow American accent throughout the whole movie i mean the movie's going to be three hours but also it's it's going to probably take me out of it a little bit i'll take a hamburger <laughs> with the cheese well you know off of that though sophie turner in x-men going yes. back to the thing was pretty impressive that she was able to hold a really a good american accent around people with british accents speaking to her oh yeah yeah that's a that's a great point and uh, talent yeah, I, I know she's on Game of Thrones. That's all I know yeah. her from. Uh, I was the, like, who is she? Yeah, yeah that's, I think that was her first thing. Her first thing after Game of Thrones? Do you think mm. that British voices are necessary for villains? Because it's like, first of all, you can't be an American villain because you have to be from somewhere else. America. Because it has yeah. to be like a, a them. Uh, and then we got rid of all like the old traditional bad guys like Soviets and yeah. Germans and stuff because it was like okay to hate them for a while. And now it's not really okay to hate anybody, but we can kind of hate Britain because they're like your older brother that you can call a dick all the time, but you're <laughs> you still like cool. It. Yeah. So it's like you can like you can... treat them like a bad guy <laughs> and they won't get too upset with you because they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't know, but it's also because, you know, a number of our superheroes are British now. You know, British people doing American accents. I know he's not Batman anymore, but Christian Bale was Batman until very recently. And he's not our Spider-Man anymore, but Andrew Garfield it was just like, hey, and and Andrew Superman. Garfield hates Mondays, loves lasagna. <laughs> Does indeed. Uh, he hates normal. And, you know, Andrew Garfield will just send Doc Ock in a box to Abu Dhabi. Just to stretch the joke way too far. No, that is the best thing that could have happened. Like, that would have been the most amazing Spider-Man 3. <laughs> he would have been like, yeah, all right, I'm glad they kept him around and they didn't recast him with that kid. So... Uh, anyway, so it's interesting is is the point that, you know, it's just like they just hire actors. Well, see, that's the thing, though. I was talking to somebody who is an actress, and she was saying that, you know, when you go to take any kind of theater training in Australia, they spend like a couple years getting you an American accent because they know that like well that's if you really want to make it you should have that american accent and then you know they come and steal a lot of our our jobs and i don't mean me but you know they've stolen How jobs dare they? they've stolen jobs from will i'm sure the australians have wouldn't you say jeff uh definitely <laughs> friggin aussies yeah, man, i could have been thor well, <laughs> funny thing that you say about that, though, is there is there is Lady Thor. There is a woman Thor in the There's comics. Yeah, and yep. that ties back into them just doing things for reasons that you don't quite understand. Reasons unknown. Yeah, like the uh, Hail Hydra Captain America is like, well, we got Lady Thor. What about that? And you're just like, oh, I... I think I, it ties more back into our conversation of how they want to have the, the gay Captain America, but... Will's like, oh, but we should have a different character to represent that. So they now are having, they they made Lady Thor because, oh, we should have a woman. Oh, we'll just repurpose. Yeah, Thor. we'll just have Thor. Yeah, become yeah. like instead Lady of Thor. instead of having another like but, actual character. But then let's 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 have a female character 
and even though she's supposed to be a super strong Norse woman, will make her super thin, not giant and stocky well, like she yeah. should be. Come on, they're being she should, they're trying to sell comics. For I God's understand, sake. but it's like <laughs> if you're going to make Thor a woman, why not make him look like uh, the lead in some sort of opera? Because that's what he should have looked like. <laughs> that's also true. He's yeah, he, he's but he but he's so handsome. Okay. What? <laughs> but it's like... We're never quoting her. That's girl talk. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is some girl talk right there. Uh, Natasha, before you referenced that you had been uh, working three jobs, there's one of your jobs that I think is a newer one that I'm fascinated by if we can ask you about. I'm sure you know what it is. Uh, so, obviously, here in California, uh, certain things are legal if you have a prescription for them, and you work at a dispensary, don't you? I do. Technically, it's a collective. Okay. Well, I don't even know the difference, so I wanted to be educated. I um, believe I think so what I when I interviewed I had to go in and take like a written test on information about different um, terminology different math kind of stuff thank goodness I can still just do written math um, and <laughs> yeah. you know just stuff like that and I think I learned I think what he said to me was dispensary is more like in Colorado where it's legal you're sort of selling it a collective is more like you're you've got patients coming in and you don't have bud tenders you have patient consultants and you don't have a receptionist it's a patient liaison you know, oh that's like, interesting yeah so it's like a they are very legit um, where I work uh, it's a really controlled environment um you know it's it's not really one of those places where you walk in you have like a long conversation with the person who's working with you they're giving you all the like lowdown and what they think of things it's pretty much like you know get people in and out in five minutes because people have meters and people have children to go get and you know but i mean you know it's it's fun like you're selling weed <laughs> well, that, yeah, so, I mean, that part's always been fun. Just because I, I, I imagine it's, like, less clear if you haven't actually, like, been to several of these shops. Oftentimes, it is a much more social thing, like she was describing, where you discuss the different things and, like, what the different uh, strains and what they're good for. And you can have, like, a more leisurely, relaxed, like, oh, what are you doing today? Oh, just about to go. But, yeah, so. Like, every time she talks about her place, there's literally, every, the whole place is mic'd up. Oh Anytime God. she talks at, while she's at work, it will be listened to by oh, somebody. Wow. Yeah, there's listening there's devices. Video cameras everywhere. Outside and down the street, they can see and hear what is happening. And they All will right. send security yeah. out to be like, there's someone on the corner that's, you know, like making a ruckus. Go deal with them. The whole do they block. send you to go deal with them? No, or do they have no, no. like gay I Hulk there? I stay behind the glass. You know, I sort of <laughs> just check people in and go, hi, how you doing today? You know, can <laughs> I see your recommendation in your California ID? No, not a copy of your recommendation, the original. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so sorry. I can't let you in then. Oh, I'm sorry. You're angry. Security. You know, yeah, it's like. Right, exactly. <laughs> we have a so, man up front. <laughs> so, this is, so this sounds a lot different than, you know, I haven't been to one of these places, and that's not like saying it in the way of like wink, wink. But I've been near them, and, you know, when you're on like Venice Beach and you know Dr. Cush is there and he's like come on in bro and you're like yeah. but you know it seems like that's the sort of thing where you're like this is actually legal and you're like well that technically is but that's the part where you're like so I just have to say I have anxiety or back pain and then this guy will oh, just yeah. give me something yeah. but what you're talking about sounds a lot different and honestly it sounds a lot harder to to get your weed I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily harder. We just, we follow very strict guidelines. Sure. And I mean, this is the kind of thing, like, I have an aunt who has MS who um, has one lung left from cancer, and she has been a very consistent user of uh, marijuana. And she used to tell me when I was younger that my generation was ruining things for people that actually need the medication because we had sort of created this um, culture of 
just mark off which ones work for you and I'll give you a prescription. Like, you know, uh, collectives were letting people in without recommendations, without verifying them. That's why they were all getting shut down. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, feds and state laws just doesn't make any sense that they're like, it's your choice, but not really. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no. And it's interesting because I remember I I watched, I must have watched a pilot for, it was a reality show about, a, I don't know if it was a dispensary or, you know, collective up in the Bay Area. And it, that place got closed at some point. And I'm oh, just yeah. like, all right. So the way that I watched that show and I was like, I can't believe that they can do this. No. Okay. I guess they can't. So and no, yeah. you can do it, but it's it's it goes like this. <laughs> but don't put it on TV. Well, it, yeah, but it's basically well, so it yeah. obviously it's all like legal in terms of like me- medicinal marijuana and yeah. having a recommendation and doing that is legal in the state of California, but it is still federally illegal. So it is both legal and illegal simultaneously. It's so stupid. I was told. Sorry. You have, well, you have states' rights, so mm-hmm. that's why no like local authority could arrest you for that or do anything. But if you have like a federal person, like an FBI agent, they can try and pull some shit mm. uh, because it's just different laws. And, and it's why, as a whole, eventually this is going to go the same way that um, gay marriage went, where it was like slowly, state by state, it became more and more right. legal and like, okay, and then eventually a federal court ruling will just be like, yeah, this is stupid. Everybody's sentiment has changed on this, so now it's legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that you were talking about, where you like have these collectives and people coming in, those do get busted, and they don't. You you lose lots of money, and like all these people that try to start these shops up, you get fucked because they they can seize all your money, they can seize all your marijuana uh, inventory, and all that other stuff. Uh, throw everybody in jail, and then if you did break any of the like making sure everybody is appropriately ID'd and has an appropriate reference that's up to date, like all these things, there's no hint of of collusion to like give it to anybody who isn't like prescribed this, any of those things, and you can get totally like screwed. So it's like every time Natasha has anything going on with work, it's strictly business. You can't, it can't be like, oh, grab this for me when you like leave work today, because that would be like, no, you can't do that. That right can't be now, like a thing. Jeff. Do you have your paperwork in order where you could go to where she works, but you'd have to actually go in there? Or? Right now, I do not. It's expired. Not. Mm-hmm. So right there, even though he's your boyfriend, if he came in, you're like Jeff. Come on, we talked about this. Nope. It's expired. No, if no, I came I in the fired. front door, yeah. I would, I'd be kicked uh, right out. Natasha, you were about to say something, and Jeff kept talking. Oh no, that? no, no, thanks. no. It's okay. Not at all. I was just saying uh, off of what you had said was that when I got hired, I was told. All of the protocol for should a raid happen because this place has been raided before, but is so legit with their stuff yeah. that they were able to get through it and financially power through by having, you know, whatever they had set up so that they didn't lose all their money when it happened. Um, and they are one of the very, very, very few shops that um, hasn't completely been shut down when they were raided. But it, it was pretty much like, should there be a raid, open that door. Do not force them to break any windows. You will be arrested. That's just what it is. We'll come pick you up at, like, 1 in the morning, get you burgers, send you home. And I was kind of like, uh, I don't want to sit in jail for any reason. Right, but <laughs> especially for time. work. So would you say, this is a very important question, would you say that the place you work is too legit to quit? <laughs> it is way too legit to quit. Well, for me personally, I mean, yeah. I, I this none of my jobs are a career that I will sit in forever. I have things that I want to be doing that I've sort of blocked out of my way by piling in all of these jobs 
partly because I need to be making enough money to support myself, but partly I think because I'm sort of afraid to actually go towards the things that really make me happy. So too legit to quit for them, too legit to quit for me at the moment, but, you know, long run... It's not Plus, what I want to be doing. It probably has to be expensive to watch all of these movies that Jeff gets mad that you have missed the first yeah. two and you have to like go back <laughs> so and expensive like that probably requires up. three jobs. Yeah. You know? Just to support coming home and <laughs> watching a movie on his bed. It's like... Uh do you do you want to talk about some of the things that you hope to do one day, or is it easier to just uh, move on and talk about Jeff's hair? Jeff's hair is super cool. <laughs> Not right now. I know. <laughs> that is sexy. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um, I, liked, I liked it when you were using it as headband. The last time that uh, <laughs> we did the Blackcast, uh, well, yeah. the last day that we got together to do the Blackcast, Jeff thought we were going to be in front of the cameras again because we recorded it after Buzz, so he did his hair, and he's yeah. like, oh, this is such a waste. Yeah. Well, I fucking so hate handsome. doing my hair. It's so, um, it's who does your, uh, I can't remember if you said it was your mom. Uh, who did they think he looked like? Oh, the actor that plays Zoom on The Flash, the CW show. Yeah. I, I can obtain the name. Um, but I said that he looks like Jeff if Jeff shaved. And I'm like, I've never seen Jeff clean shaven. But apparently it has to happen. Otherwise, yeah. you... Not like clean shaven. No, I, he I like, use like a, yeah, I, Oh, I see. I trim it. So you keep a landing strip all over your face? Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's, honestly, Heather thought that was really funny. I'd never make her laugh like that. Yeah. You're so clever. Oh, that's a good one. All right. That's going in my dream journal. Yeah. It's, I mean, I don't know if you realized this, but beards are makeup for men. Like, oh, that's oh, a yeah. great you keep point. the beard yeah. on, and everybody's just like, yeah, well, oh, you look better now. But it takes well, you so much less time than yeah, it takes Yeah, because I just wake up with it on every day. Yeah, you're like, you God. wake up like this legit. But I realized that. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I realized that watching The Americans, I don't know if you guys watched that, but um, I didn't think that the cost, the uh, the disguises for the guy was going to be as good as this guy's. But they have girls. so many different variations. The facial, on facial hair, hair is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a great show, by the way. I don't know how much you have I've backed seen up a very to watch. Little bit of the first season of the yeah. Americans, but I do need to watch it. I, I know yeah. that it's good. We I, really what I, little I saw. I was like, oh, this is there's a good show. very little that we watch and keep current on. But we That's actually are not behind on that show, and that is the only show. Like even a half hour show like Silicon Valley, we can't keep up with. It's it's like too much pressure. Oh, yeah. to, like, Jeff we'll told me that. to watch Silicon Valley. It's That's very fun. I watched the first season. I'm waiting on her for the second season. You know what? I have like a list of well, things I What are some other th- I want to know more. What's What are some things on the list that you can think of and Jeff that she needs to watch? Grace yeah. and Frankie. I'm working on oh, that. Oh, how one. is that? How is is that? It? That's a good show. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's actually super entertaining. A friend of mine who I work with on the Tomorrow Show, uh, Lauren, she does the after show for Grace and Frankie oh. and, like, and she really likes it. And I'm it's just, a good show. She, I, was just, I let her kind of talk about it in general terms. And let me make sure I'm right. Now, that's the one with Lily Tomlin yep. and yeah. Jane Fonda. Mm-hmm. Which that right there, I'm and, like, okay, uh, that's... Sheen and uh, Wait. the other and dude from is it Martin Sheen? Yeah, Martin Sheen uh, from Law and Order, not uh, Jerry Orbach because he's he was like dead. I think he was always uh, like a lawyer on that show. Yeah, no, he was on like some criminally show. Sam something. Sam Waterston. Maybe. Okay, I'm looking. Was at he it. the guy who was also on uh, the what was the network show the the newsroom? Or did you not watch that on HBO? I did watch newsroom. Yeah, yeah. he's that guy. Yep. Okay. Huh. 
That's a great cast right there. Yes. I'm just Sam like, oh, Waters. Sam Waterston. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he was he was the lawyer on Law and Order for like I don't know, 16 years or something. Yeah. That's why I was like Law and Order, the lawyer. The lo- <laughs> yeah, he's the <laughs> lawyer. Yeah, they would they would rotate out, uh, you know, the assistant district attorney, which would be a series of women. But he was always anyway. So other things on the list: uh, Grace and Frankie. That's exciting. Grace and Frankie's on there. Uh, there's tons of movies I try to get her to watch. Drive. Um, to watch. Natasha, well, what's something that he He's suggested you watch that you were just like, Mm-mm, this is I'm not having this. Like not fall, fell asleep during it, but you're just like I don't I don't like this. Or do you usually feel like you enjoy what Jeff suggests? You know, I I usually enjoy it. I have to say when he suggested Bojack Horseman the first time, oh. I was like, no, because I had seen a few episodes <laughs> and I was like, this is the stupidest thing. But then watching it again with him. I, I we're literally rewatching it now because I thought it was so funny. Was it because Jeff would cackle so hard because he loves the show so much? <laughs> I do love that show. I know yeah, you do. I actually I actually quoted it earlier and I was like, I hope I hope somebody realizes like I knew none of you guys would, but I was like, I hope somebody, somebody listening down realizes what I just totally they'll, quoted. They'll tweet Bojack. at Jeff Duray, nice yes. Bojack Horseman. <laughs> yeah, hashtag nice Bojack well, Horseman. You and my dentist are the ones who like that. Your dentist? Your dentist is a genius. Your dentist who's my yeah. dentist? Oh no, the other guy the guy dentist. Oh the guy dentist. So I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. We have two dentists at this dentist. We go to the same dentist's office. My but... dad used to go to a dentist named Dr. Smiler. Oh, I love oh. that. You have to be a dentist if you have that name. It'd be like being a Ghostbuster and being Dr. Slimer. That was Ooh. terrible. That was awful. Did the computer stop? Because it should have. It, it almost did. <laughs> like, almost did. It was like, it was like, it's like a car that won't quite start. Like, it. It, it actually is prompting me. Are all these Ghostbusters women or men? <laughs> That's actually a great topic that I wasn't prepared to bring up, but we have we have you know fifty percent ladies here on the black cast. What, what? Are yeah. you ladies looking forward to the Ghostbusters reboot, the all female Ghostbusters reboot? Um, Heather, I'll uh, go to you first. We've talked about it a little bit, but I'm I'm interested in it. I want to see how how it is. The trailer does not. I am hoping it does yeah. not do it justice. Because um, it's not a very funny trailer, or yeah, it doesn't even look all that. Great. And I, I like all four of those actresses, although I'm way yes. past Melissa McCarthy fatigue. It's like I've been beaten but to I'm, death with I'm her. I'm interested shtick. in her because she's not playing the character right. she usually plays. Uh, so I'd like to see her. Natasha, thoughts on Ghostbusters all female reboot? I mean, I'm not, I'm not like jumping out of my seat. Yeah. To, to run and grab the first I think ticket. You missed a, a really important question. Have you seen the other two? Yes, I've seen. I've seen. <laughs> What's a great question? And by the way, <laughs> did you see the cartoon? Oh, the <laughs> yeah, 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 no. But I've you seen, only like, need I've to see that. The, you only need to see the first Ghostbusters for but this, this is, to be a relevant. Yeah, conversation. this is supposed to be okay. like an entire, like a whole new yeah. thing. It's, it's yeah. supposed to be a continuation. It's like actually, I, I don't know that that's true. No, I, I heard that. Was I don't know where I had heard it, but somebody talked about this being like one, and then them doing a next one where the guys come back, and it's both groups. Oh, well, Hal Ramis is dead, so I don't. I don't uh, think it's he, that. Maybe he'll come uh, back. He could be a ghost. So, so was Tupac. Oh, oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we were. Yeah, exactly. Natasha and I were on the same page, but you no, know, I feel like this. This is like Earth Two Ghostbusters. You know, it's like a different reality where that didn't happen, but we still have ghosts, and they need to be busted at it, some where point. Where women looks, aren't afraid of no ghosts. Yeah, men are. Still Still terrifying. It looks like they're inventing all those things all over again. Yeah, I mean, because it, it does have Slimer in it. I just yeah. want them to do a shot-for-shot shot remake and just gender swap every character throughout the entire nah. movie. That would Didn't be interesting. Did they have the giant marshmallow man? I don't the know. The giant marshmallow know. woman, and she doesn't appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. It's important. Yeah, it's somebody has to be the sensitive one without Will here. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like. 
whether or not it's a good idea, and this is the, I think we talked about it on the podcast, but if those same jokes had been in a all male reboot, you know, they had talked about doing one with like the Seth Rogen crowd. I don't remember exactly who was going to be in it, but it, I'm sure Channing Tatum would have been in there somewhere. <laughs> and, and it was just like, yeah, if it was all, oh, now you're on board for the all male. <laughs> he would have been the Slimer. <laughs> he would have been. <laughs> and you're just like, no, but those jokes aren't funny. And then somebody sent me a link like, oh, well, look at the international trailer. I'm like, yeah, that's because there's no jokes in it i don't know i feel like as we talked about in a past black cast there are so many limited opportunities to go to the movies when you have a uh, an infant child and there are so many superhero movies that i have to see you know so i don't know if there's time for lady ghostbusters in my life what about neighbors too Oh, Heather, talk about Neighbors 2. Neighbors, oh, oh, oh. Well, yes. I am seeing that without him. Yeah. My I'll, friend, be, I'll be with Felix. My friend has, I had no idea, but all of a sudden one day, she's just like, and I love Zac Efron. This is not somebody who likes anything that's like high school musical, oh, anything God. teeny boppery. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, he's older now. And though, she's not age appropriate for him. She's not age appropriate yeah. for him, but and she doesn't usually like that kind of no, actor. No, no, because if you knew this girl, you'd be like, really? She's really <laughs> into very like serious actors, and this is well, he's not a serious actor. And she just loves him so much that we have to see Neighbors 2 together. Because um, you saw Neighbors 1 We together. saw Neighbors 1 yeah. together. Like, it was a thing. I'm yeah. interested in it because it's girls now. I'm interested. Sorority, yeah. yeah, you know. I'm interested in that. Well, Hit Girl's in it. I know her yeah. name, but I just think it's funnier to call her Hit Girl. Um, so, I don't know. She's usually good. Yeah, so. she's, she's got some mad skills as an actress. Yeah. So, um, Rose Byrne also in it. Rose Byrne. <laughs> Maury McTaggart. Who I, did I really she's in 20 two years. Mm-hmm. What's that? She's in two movies right now. Yeah. Well, and it, I feel like the last time she was in an X-Men movie, it came out around the same time as Neighbors, but maybe oh, I'm wrong. Right. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, she's like, oh, time to do some more of those. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Jeff, your thoughts on Neighbors 2 since the ladies of Neighbors uh, 2? Oh, it looks interesting. At first I was like, what? Stupid. And then when I realized that, uh, like, Ephraim was going to be in it and it was going to be about, like, like further continuance beyond just being like, let's tell the same story, but with girls. I'm like, Okay. I'm intrigued. I will give it a shot. I will watch the movie. I watched Neighbors. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I, I didn't it was think funny. a lot of people thought that that was the funniest fucking. Oh, movie I don't think that, seen. but I thought it was funny. Yeah. I'm just saying, like when that first came out, I remember a lot of people being like, "This was it. This is the shot." Like, <laughs> no, I, I felt that I way like, about. Oh, okay. I felt that way about. This is the end. I couldn't mm-hmm. believe how this funny is the that end was. is amazing. They've got an animated one oh, coming out. Sausage party. Hang on a second. Neither of you ladies have seen oh. this. Is the end. No, no. Girl date. You both need to see that. And there's an end sequence that no Jeff and I will not give away mm-hmm. but girls in particular will be like I can't believe that this is the way that it ends it's so amazing it's true oh, trust amazing. me oh, okay. believe me I know, I not a spoiler in any way because you will never expect it how uh, amazing it is Channing, anyway. Channing, Channing Tatum Channing Tatum oh, Channing, Channing is always nice Channing's Channing's Tatum oh, what? but he's <laughs> he's like a gimp in that right yeah. he's like he's you don't even gimp. see his face he didn't know well, it was because him. if he's just yeah. always playing the same character he's always playing then you know the world's kind of like man no no he i mean he's going to be gambit at some point yeah. so um oh but yeah sausage party what's i want to see that yeah it you just oh. have to see the trailer it looks how do i not know what this funny. is i don't know how it's, i know it just, is. Yeah, yeah, it's seth it's, rogan right it's, yeah it's yeah. it's all those same guys but it's it's so clearly like they were high as fuck watching yeah. a yes. pixar movie <laughs> and we're like okay you know how pixar likes to make everything that's like inanimate and give it feelings let's do that with food yeah oh i do see that because of how horrible that would be and then it's like eating baby carrots it's like those are children 
<laughs> I did see the commercial for that. I think it, it was, was a trailer. so good. I oh my gosh, I'm so pumped for that. <laughs> and amazing. Bojack season three comes out July twenty second. You, know, you tagged me in that. I was so excited. Yeah. Oh, nice. found out about it. As soon as you as found soon out. As soon as I found out when they release it, what? like they just it's only released. had three seasons. It's gonna have its third season in. July. It's only had two up I until like one a year. What's the deal with Netflix where it's like secret, secret, secret? Now it's coming out. You have to watch it immediately. <laughs> yeah, like just let us know. Like I, give us a calendar. I had checked on this date so many times. Yeah, and like recently checked it again, and then I just like woke up. I like opened my phone, Facebook, Facebook. Oh, Bojack. Oh, July 22nd! <laughs> <laughs> You're like, crap, now i got to stop doing what I'm doing that weekend. Because it's basically- right here, his birthday. <laughs> yeah, well, oh. I, yeah, but fuck that. Because I literally thought to myself, Happy I birthday was like, from I Bojack. finally have something to look forward to. Oh, oh my God. Wait, okay. that's a terrible thing I to say to your girlfriend so right here. Celebrator. We're going to do stuff. You wait. It's going to be super- your birthday. I oh. love celebrating Don't birthdays. Don't take him to the drive-in. Oh, so she's like Just him. some advice. Don't take him to the drive-in. Um, that's a reference to the, the episode the that you didn't hear. Um, so Heather's Just pointed like out. movies. Heather's pointed out that, wait, you're she's like me and that she likes to celebrate other people's birthday as yeah. much as her own. Well, okay. my, yeah, mine have always turned out like less exciting than I expect okay. them to be. So other people's are more fun. I like to amp it up for other people's, but, you know, I, I do kind of. My he birthday. amps it up a whole month for him. But it's February. It's the shortest yeah. month. It's okay. <laughs> but it's February. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, my birthday lands on Thanksgiving sometimes, so like oh. it tends to like my family obviously remembers it's my birthday. But you know, in in life, right. like we'd come back from Thanksgiving break from at school, elementary school, all my friends would have forgotten it was. Birthday. Yeah, you're already celebrating uh, the next person's birthday. Yeah. A, a friend of mine, my friend Margaret, that Heather knows, her birthday ends up being on Thanksgiving sometimes. And when she was a kid, she was always she just thought that that's what you did for your birthday was. You you had everybody come over, and you had turkey, and you had all this food. And then she realized she got older. It's like, oh no, that's that's just oh, that's not about me. <laughs> that's not about me. That's S- about the country. Stupid pilgrims. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Jeff, when is your birthday? Because I knew you last year in the summer, but I feel like it was close to Felix's birthday because I did not see you. Remember? July twenty eighth. It's the His? day before my oh, mom's no birthday. Wonder. Felix's birthday, July twenty sixth. So yes, what it was. I was very He's busy. trying to encroach on my freaking <laughs> celebration. His whole life is just mad dogging you, bro. Uh-huh. He, that's why he was mad dogging me. He's like, oh, I see another Leo. We're competing <laughs> yes. for attention, aren't that's we? That's right. <laughs> and I was like, I will win. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he will. But see, that's good to know that, uh, that, that that's when the birthday is. Heather's yeah, laughing because I made a note on my page. I can't remember. <laughs> I just wrote down 728. I wrote 728. <laughs> 728 equals Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are a couple of things that I wanted to talk about while we had ladies here. And, you know, our time is dwindling down you might feel like we've been here all day maybe but we haven't um there's an interesting story that i saw and i think it'd be interesting to get a female uh point of view on this um there's this whole notion of promposals that high school kids do now which is like very elaborate proposal like you know would you marry me engagement proposals Mm -hmm. but to ask somebody to go to a prom so this kid asked his girlfriend to go to the prom by surprising her with a huge sign and it was like oh and we're you know tickets for a european cruise that his parents paid for well european cruise yeah so that so much how do you say if she said yes she's a sucker say no but you are so gonna disappear in europe and never be found (laughs) (laughs) this is a trap it's a trap, is it's what trap. Admiral Akbar would say. Uh, so to now, be more like Admiral Allahu Akbar. <laughs> wow. 
It's fucking deep and shit. That was some good politics you brought in there. Uh, in any case, uh, Natasha, what are your thoughts about all of a sudden it's developed into this thing where, I mean, I'm much older than everybody here, but like going to the prom was just sort of like, okay, yeah, let's do that. But this sounds crazy to me, but do you feel like, is the girly part inside of you like, oh, I would have loved to have, well, first of all, gone on a European cruise? <laughs> or do you think it's just too much, like kids shouldn't have to be that impressive when they're in high school because there's nothing less impressive than a high school boy? <laughs> I mean, I, I de- like... There's no part of me, no girly part that's kind of like, oh, I wish someone had proposed to me for prom. I mean, it's just like <laughs> my feeling on it is like you're in high school. It's one of your dances. It's like it's a, the biggest dance of high school, but it's high school. And the only thing that like gets that girly part of me going in that sense is like the idea of <laughs> um, like a proposal, but not even in that big of a way. Like I think that that whole world of like your wedding your proposal you're going to prom spend thousands upon thousands of dollars on this one dress you will only wear once it's it just seems a little over the top to me so for me i think that's a little silly so think of like a 17 year old boy getting cruise tickets for prom it's like where do you go from there it's like when you propose then what do i get then (laughs) you know it's i don't know i just think it's a little much yeah i mean it kind of seems like it i don't know heather what do you think i mean we've we've talked a little bit about the prom when you and nicole were here but so coming from a girl i i in high school i was like a girly very very girly girl who wasn't getting asked to dances so i wanted at the time i was going to prom they did do a sort of a proposal but not a big one like you're not going to europe but like somebody made me a a movie actually Aww. which was very cool i See, very much sweet. enjoyed that um and then at the end the movie you know asked me to go to a dance whatever yeah. it was um and so that was really nice um so i really bought into all that now if i was in high school today and that's like the standard i guess i would have probably bought into it but then it's kind of creepy to go to Europe and, like, have the whole thing. And I don't know that your parents would let you. Yeah. So, that's extreme. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. how many girls when they're older in their 30s think, like, boy, I really wish I went on a European no. cruise with my high school boyfriend? Oh, well, it, look, if if the proposal is, hey, we're seniors, I'm rich, we're boyfriend, girlfriend. Oh, let's go Let's go to prom. And then yeah. this summer yeah. we can go on. We're also going to go on this awesome yeah. European yeah. vacation. Well, that's a whole different that's energy to it. I like that. <laughs> yeah. That sounds more like going on an adventure. Yeah. What what you were talking about before sounded to me a little bit more like where you do those extreme proposals where you, I don't know, it's like you're treating it like you're getting married, but it's for prom. Yeah. I feel like they are. And I think that's usually like the term prom proposal. I just got caught up on that European vacation. I know. I'm always down to go to for the record, babe. (laughs) What's up? I was just saying for the record, I'm always down to go to Europe. Hey, let's yeah, go to you. So fucking demanding. Let's hey, go right now, guys. Demanding. We should all go right now. We can stream BoJack Horseman in Europe. It's I'm fine. down. Let's go. Maybe. But, but uh, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like in re- I want to have someone sit down with all of those teenagers today and just say, like, it's it's not going to get better than this. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you start start that now, like, you can't top that. Like, if you start with X-Men 2, and you're not going to top it with an X-Men 3. Like, <laughs> uh, that's, that's a great way to, to put it. someone down. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely true. I, if I had to, since I've decided I'm weighing in on this now. As no, no, please. Girls, you should. Uh, I just feel like this is the next iteration of what I've already seen um, as a single young man, like, for time. And it's it's that a lot of 
a lot of people my age and younger live this rom- romantic comedy life. It, or they play out this fantasy in their head that that's how life actually works. Like the person you're meant to yeah. really yeah. date and be with is going to play out like this film version. And it's like, no. And traditionally, high school kids think they know everything and think that they have all these concepts like totally boiled down. Half of it is just from their movies, probably even more so nowadays as people get like less and less inclined to spend more time like outside and more time in front of some sort of screen. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I think all this is coming from. I think it's just like, oh, I saw in this movie, like when, when he asked the dorky girl that took her glasses off and became hot to go to prom, <laughs> he did it all out in like yeah. a ring of fire. That's so I have my to. Life. And it's just like, no, dude, this isn't reality. Like this version of love that you think you feel right now, you will look back on in five years and be like, oh, wow, I was such a dumb, shitty high school kid. Oh, well. And, like, move on with your life. You you just think every consequence to every one of your actions is so permanent because you're, yeah. like, so set forward on this path, this grandiose path that you should. You should have these kinds of uh, imaginations for your future. When you're straight out of high school, like, you should dream big. Yeah. But you also should hopefully know that reality is nothing like that. Yeah. It's like that, that lesson should be taught in high school now. Mm-hmm. Like, because I grew up with all the romantic comedies and just, like, that's – I. I believed in all that. I was like, yes, this all has to happen. And then I don't know when that actually, the bubble got popped. But Yeah, at some point you realize. And, I mean, you I, do, you just grow I, up, but I, some people don't. I've talked about this. I know a lot this. of people who didn't. I was going to say, I've talked about this in terms of people that Heather and I know, where they're just their expectations are that that needs to happen. And I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a very unrealistic expectation. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, just girls that I've been friends with where they've broken up with somebody is like, yeah, we just didn't have that spark. And I'm like, really? What what exactly does that mean? You kind of get to it. And they're just like, they're just holding out for they needed the promposal in their life. But then it's like you're saying, if you did get the promposal, then, you know, what about the poor schmuck who asks you out when you're 22? You know, and he's like, oh, he just said, you want to get a drink sometime? And yeah, (laughs) look to me like the worst night of your life is the one that you set up with expectations of roses and champagne sure. and bubbly. Mm-hmm. The best night of your life is when you're like, ah, I'm kind of hungry. Like, let's stop in at the pizza place. And you spend the whole night out on an adventure that you mm-hmm. didn't plan because planning is how adventures don't happen. That- I think that's that's perfect. You perfectly summarized <laughs> it. That's what I always say is why, like, New Year's Eve is such a bad night for people because they're like, man, this is going to be the craziest shit we've ever done. Yeah, we're going to spend $100 to walk in the door at a place. And and it's, like, never fun because the expectations are always so high. Mm-hmm. And what are, like, the best things to do on New Year's Eve, including get high, uh, just I, to tie it together? What's that? I actually, Jeff and I met on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny because I remembered that and that's why i said no i completely forgot actually that you guys met on new year's eve but that's a perfect example because jeff you just were at the place i didn't want to go out yeah that night i i kind of was like i had been uh watching my friend's dogs and staying at my friend's place completely isolated uh and uh moo at the time oh right yeah and uh and so i was just like yeah like i don't know i'm uh, the idea of going back to to this place i'm staying just kind of watching netflix by myself all night actually sounds pretty appealing so and i had told my friend i might go out with him but so i was like uh i was getting ready to back out and then i was like ah fuck it i might as well like i told him i'd go with him he's gonna have to be by himself if i don't so i'll go went out to the bar and then see well you know dot 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 the rest, as they say, well, you know, uh, talking about romantic comedies, 
very important part of the romantic comedy is the meet cute. So what was the first interaction you guys had? Fans of Captain EO at Jeff Duray on Twitter and Instagram. I actually, I remember, because so the friend that he came with um, was dating my friend who'd gotten me the job at the bar that I was working at where he showed up. Um, and she was like, oh, you know, my boyfriend's here. Go say hi. And so I ran over and I like sort of tapped on the back and was like, hey, what's up, best friend? You know, like, um, it was fun. And then we went out for cigarettes and Jeff, who was not smoking cigarettes for the record, good boy. Um, <laughs> good boy. Yeah, good for uh, you. My, you know? my mom would be very concerned about that. <laughs> well, I mean, I, my you know, mom just, yeah. doesn't give a shit if I'm smoking a blunt in front of her face. But right. if I took a puff of a cigarette, she'd be like, Jeffrey, I'm just so disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so for, yeah. for the record, mama. <laughs> yeah. Know? Mama do it. He was not smoking a cigarette, but that was, I think that was the first conversation we had was outside. And I just remember not being able to make a whole lot of eye contact with him because you were just so tall and cute, and I was just, You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I don't think I'd ever gotten, um, like, that kind of attention from someone that, personally, I would say, like, looks like Jeff or is like Jeff. So, for me, it was really exciting. That's the interesting thing, because when Jeff started working on The Dennis Miller Show, when you replaced uh, Bujanski, I couldn't make eye contact with you because <laughs> I had developed this beaten down, like, I just didn't want to look at Bujanski ever, oh, so it was just favorite. a habit. I couldn't look at him. But then... <laughs> Your eyes were hypnotic to bring it back to it's Apocalypse. So like, you look in yes. Jeff's eyes, you bring out the power in all of us. Well, because the blue eyes are always going to be more powerful than the brown eyes. That's what Apocalypse taught us, no? <laughs> yeah, we yes. all learned that yeah. from Apocalypse. <laughs> further reinforcing what everyone already knew. That's why we have imagery of Auschwitz and master races. <laughs> oh, wow. Beautiful blue, blue eyes. eyes. Yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. That's that's a perfect example of of uh, Apocalypse and his uh, Aryan race. <sighs> Too bad the White Queen is dead in that I timeline know. because that would have been perfect for uh, for you know that's the most Aryan Marvel or at least X Men character that I can think of. This is true. That was, Wait, but is she dead? Dead? I didn't think. I she think was... she's dead. Dead. Because uh, she turned into, like, diamonds and got punched or something. <laughs> and it's January Jones, and she will not ever will be not in a superhero back. movie. For yeah. sure, I knew that. But I was just like, I didn't realize that she had actually I'm died sure, in the movie. in first class, but... Mm. Well, anyway, I thought they just broke through her thing, so they were like, now we can kill you because she couldn't regenerate her diamonds. I don't... Like, you feel unlucky? So she was like, <laughs> yeah. she was like oh, shit, I can't fight you right now. Because they had broken the exterior so Xavier could get in. Yeah. I, I don't remember because I haven't seen it in a while, but... You might like be right. Like a snail without feel, its shell. I, I, yeah, like a snail without its shell, January Jones. But anyway, um, so that's a slug, I guess, a snail yeah. without its shell. Uh, anyway, well, look, we've talked about such a wide range of things as we've been here, but uh, it's been lovely to have uh, a couple of ladies around because talk about Sausage Fest, Blackcast. <laughs> it's a lot of me, Jeff, and Will, and occasionally Coltrane on the phone. It's just all dudes talking dude stuff. Um, but... Heather is a particular fan of the episodes when we do have Coltrane on the phone, don't you think? I do. I like all the uh, topics that are brought up. Because we we veer away from it being like you all, know, 80, all uh, superheroes. Say 80% all nerds and like 20% other stuff. But Coltrane always brings out the best in us. So well, the, here's how I think it is. Go ahead. I think all of our conversations are framed by these like nerdy things that we discuss. Yeah. And they always end up having little tangents into well, yeah. that's the a more great Coltrane. No, no, that's, that's great. I like that. And but. so the next time we have Coltrane on, I'm very excited to talk to him about the revelation that Casey Anthony 
one of the crazy bitches that he loves, <laughs> paid her lawyer with sex. Court papers alleging she once said, okay, I owe you three blowjobs for organizing her I thought it was he owed her three blowjobs. <laughs> or she, he told her she owed him three blowjobs because he canceled an interview. You know what? what? Uh... She organized the interview. I don't know. That's great. That that that's the sort of hard hitting information that you know Coltrane has the answer to that, mm-hmm. and he's going to have a lot of opinions. So we'll have to uh, talk to him about that somewhere down the road. We'll In have the to very take a leak, <laughs> take a Coltrane leak. Yeah. Exactly. Well, anyway, look, I have a million things we could talk about, but I feel like as as they say around the old folks' home, we've yented it up for plenty of time <laughs> here now. But uh, Natasha, aka Agent Romanoff, thank you so much for being a part of a couple of Blackcasts now. Thanks for having me. It just means that you'll probably get dragged back in when you're not working all three jobs. I accept. As you go through the list of things that Jeff needs you to watch, you know, <laughs> you can just chime in and tell us, especially if there's something that he has you watch. You're like. I want you to find the thing you don't like. I think that'll say a lot <laughs> about your relationship. And we'll have you guys go head-to-head against it. We'll, and, we'll work on that. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. going to work on staying awake I'll, and I'll hating homework, something. Homework, Jeff. To I'll find the things we don't agree on. more shitty things. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, Thanks for ruining my relationship, Chris Nope. <laughs> hey, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Murder, She Wrote, Season 6. <laughs> From the beginning. Uh, anyway, and of course, my lovely wife, Heather Jangblatt. Mm. On Twitter and Instagram at hjangab. It was a pleasure. Now this is there's a couple black cats now that you won't need to listen to because you were on them. So good because I'm a little behind. She she does get a little far behind. And but, I didn't listen to the Deadpool one yet. Yeah, because she hadn't seen Deadpool when we posted the episode, Jeff. And so once we saw it, I'm like, great, now you can listen to it. But she was already like six behind. She's like, no, 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 I got to keep going. I'm like, but the Deadpool one was great. I don't know. I want to hear the sex one. I do. I, the Deadpool one fifty five. Yeah, I think did Heather make <laughs> no, eye contact what? with you? The, the all about EO episode. You know that's great. Nobody needs to ever. Listen I probably to that know most of those stories. Will oh, okay. will finally <laughs> listen to it's it. It's true. I do. I have told her probably like okay, all, all of the stories. Okay. Yeah. So if you uh, hadn't told her, no, but one of the stories. You have, have a past. Oh my god. One of the stories. <laughs> one of the stories though. <laughs> one of the stories though. One of the stories though. It's not in that one, is it? It's like one of the ones. Oh, that it you is one of the ones. Out, like beyond anything. Well, because you were because it. you hadn't been willing to tell that story, and then you were like, "Fuck it," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I told it drunk whenever I first told that, it. That was from my birthday. Which, Roadhead. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. Um, no. 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 It's not Roadhead. It's Miriam. Yeah. So. Okay, uh, I'll come up with a really crappy one, and we can just battle it out. I love it. It's going to be great. That's perfect. I don't want that. Exactly. By the way, um, Jeff, when we were (laughs) talking, one final thought before uh, we go, I wanted to ask you, we were talking about prom proposals and all that. Were you in bad boy school when your prom came around, so you didn't get one, or did they have- the first prom. Okay. Went to the second prom, uh, like my final senior prom. Okay. It, It wasn't- the best so essentially i was under i i was in this idea of like you can't go to prom by yourself or you're a loser which, <laughs> which is kind of a true feeling for it's, it's like when you're in high school to prom yeah. and you realize i should have come alone because it would have been infinitely so better. much better yes. heather uh, definitely agrees with that assessment but yeah so i had i had a prom date which was interesting and then it was like i went there with her and her friends she was in the grade below me 
We went on some like old people looking shuttle bus. I was embarrassed for myself the entire time. <laughs> Immediately ditched them. Oh boy! Like, went off to the dance floor, like hung out, did my thing. Got like I had a couple like stalkers at that point, like girls that were a like real bad boy creeping yeah. on me. The, the best kind of. Bad and I had boy. to like get away from them. Then I like went home with my prom date to like where the party she was going, which was like sleep over at my friend's house, me and my five friends. I was like, yeah, I'm out of here. I hope she hears Left this for the good. I do too. No Natasha. possible. Way she knows about this left for the good party yeah where i like stayed out all night and there's a great picture of me holding up my friend by his neck while oh he's God. playing beer pong and he had actually just gotten out of the hospital for one of his kidneys exploding when oh he boy. got hit by a lacrosse ball so he was basically like dying in my hand and i was Jesus. like playing yeah. beer pong yeah of course he was drinking well i mean he's your friend yeah, yeah. <laughs> see that's kind of an amazing story um i don't want to put you on the spot natasha is there anything worth talking about prom night was it fun was it bad or was it average or my prom night was uh, <laughs> I, uh so my school we were the first graduating senior class it was a tiny tiny school so really my prom was like mm, a summer formal because all grades were invited oh because oh. we couldn't afford it on our own how small uh, was your school like how many people my graduating class was like 60 people top oh you're oh. the first person that i've ever met that has as small of a school as i did hey. my graduating <laughs> class was 63 people there you heather's go. yours was like a thousand or oh yeah God. 800 800 yeah mine was like forever five or yeah. something five yeah. six hundred oh, yeah man. No, ours was, it was so, it was bad, bad. I drove myself there with my boyfriend of the time in my little Honda Accord. Um, Sweet. Yeah. We weren't allowed to leave the prom for any reason. Like, if you walked out, you were not allowed back in. But um, where were you supposed to get high? Exactly. My <laughs> blunt. I was like, where am I supposed to smoke my blunt? Awful. Oh, man. Um, and then the after party, they was a prom. They played one slow song, and it was Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. It was bad. What? Yeah. And then the after party. Oh, God. It got busted up by, there was a group of kids that showed up that weren't invited, that weren't even from our school. They were asked to leave, got pissed off, started smashing cars on the street, like fighting kids from our party. Cops showed up. Someone had alcohol poisoning. Like, well, Okay, now it's starting to sound like was, prom night. Yeah. I mean, but it was just, after that happened, they were like, we're going to start the party back up, guys. And I was like, negative. Like, <laughs> and, you know, it's literally someone's like in the hospital uh, for having like, had too much alcohol. And I think this night is about through. See, that's kind of to, to sort of tidy up the whole topic and say good night or good day, good afternoon, whatever, is the idea of the promposal is your prom future prom goers is only going to be so good. Your best prom ever is going to still be like a night that you think back on more because of like, oh yeah, I saw my friends and it was fun and you know, you see each other a lot less because we start to disappear like the end of Stand By Me as time goes by, sadly. <laughs> but, uh, so the promposal is so big to go to, you know, a school dance where you probably dress nicer than you usually do, but it's, that's so big, you know, like a big proposal for an engagement to be married and spend the rest of your life with somebody, that's great. Because it's like, yes, you're ushering into something else. The big promposal for a dance where you might only get to drink punch, and especially if it's like Natasha's school where you can't leave and get high, yeah. what good is the prom, you know? You tell me. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have the answer, unfortunately. I think, I think when people say that, like, high school is the best time of your life or, like, prom oh is the God. best oh, night no. of your life, kind of, like, those are, but I'm just saying, are those not... Uh, things that you've heard before, people definitely that are definitely sad. well promoted. But here's the reality: like, it's not true. High school was the best time 
of your life where you had no consequences for yeah. the most part of anything that you did. Like you woke up the next morning, you didn't have to go to your job, which is the only way of feeding yourself, yeah. clothing yeah. yourself, making yeah. rent. It was like you woke up with a hangover. It lasted five minutes because you're twelve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. oh, that's more just my life. That's, <laughs> that's bad boy life. But no, it's a great point because you know you think that the people who say that high school is the best time of your life. Did they not go to college? Because I mean, college, college is college so, much so much better. better. But the whole rest of your life is better. Like yeah. my Anything's life now better than high school. is better than <laughs> Agreed, it was Natasha. a couple years ago because it's like I continue to learn more things so I know how to have a better time. Agreed. Also, like, yeah. puberty <laughs> sucks, man. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah, That's right there. Uh, absolutely. It's that's it's nice to be so far ahead of yeah. puberty. Yeah, yeah you're going to witness that, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, with lovely feelings. Uh, so that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. I mean, you know, look. Again, older, further along in life, you know, married. You'll be like, what? Married what did with you a say? kid as I am. You, you just me? you think back on the time, you know. I think back on the time before I was married or before I met Heather. There were great things, but I'm like, well, that's not better. It was just different. Now it's like better that I have Heather to share it with, and then we have Felix to share it with, mm-hmm. and you know, babies two, three, four, and five that are all on their way. You know, we'll, I, I I expected that we were going to have Quince to start. <laughs> it didn't happen, so you know, we have to have all five. Of them individually, so you know we'll get to No, we're lucky if we're having one more. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. At this point, I love the little guy, but to the idea, like to you have know, anyone, anyone that I know who times. has twins, I'm like, oh my god, I'm my so sorry. My dad oh. is a twin and oh, a Gemini. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh, all right. Cool. I'm a Gemini. Oh. Wait, when's your dad's you birthday? Know? We have to we have to know now. It was this oh, past May twenty fifth, okay. May thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Hmm, look at that. So there you go. Oh. Uh, but anyway, that that's the point is that life gets so much better after high school. Mm-hmm. And yes, Jeff, I just I'm hoping that Felix has some sort of like sneaky gene from one of your families that makes him the size of the mountain from Game <gasps> of Thrones. I kind of hope he's so a like giant, six nine, four hundred pounds <laughs> of pure <laughs> muscle, and look, he's just like carrying you around on his shoulders, we Christian. Hope he's tall. Yeah, Asian Asian jeans. You, you get to go to the Kiss concert with your son and you're on his shoulders. How awesome! Asian babies are so cute. Thank you. Thank you. He's so very cute, and yes. we think that the look the Asian DNA in him could produce a very tall person. I mean, <laughs> Yao Ming. Yao Ming. That's no. my point. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know her family. Not, not her family is all very short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my my dad's tall. My brother's tall. But there's there's no there's no tall really coming from this side. You need some side. gamma rays, you know. Let's uh, hulk oh, it up a little no, bit. Do, does, yeah, gamma rays, but you know, <laughs> not gay rays. Yeah, not, <laughs> no, not right. to be I'm offensive, <laughs> but you know, not to be gay rays. Yeah, exactly. No, no. I mean, so, you know, let that happen naturally. If it dad, happens naturally, you know? sure. But he doesn't need gay rays. Yeah, right. Exactly. He's just going to start playing with exclusively Bruce Banner. Toys. <laughs> because you know they changed his name uh, for that TV for the, the Bill Bixby TV show, TV show because yeah. it was Bruce is too gay sounding. Was that really that why? Was literally the reason because the name huh. Bruce sounded like a homosexual's name. Wait, his name is still Bruce. Well, it so but on the TV show in the seventies, yeah. and it was David Banner. It was David Bruce Banner that <laughs> they ultimately made his name David Bruce Banner, and they I, I, he died in like a TV movie. Like right. They actually had him die. I think they were going to have him, you know, come back, but then Bill Bixby died. So, it, and anyway, on his on his uh, tombstone, it said David Bruce Banner. So they finally were like, oh yeah, he really is Bruce. They put, but, they put the Bruce in the middle because they were like, uh, so many people were annoyed by it. Yeah. Because you changed his name. You're like, Bruce sounds kind of fruity. Let's, yeah. let's move on. fucking rude is that? Right? Like, you sound fruity. Fuck I mean, off. David's not a great name. 
I mean, Bujenski. Yeah. I know That's some fruits named David. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go, I want to let everybody know that this Wednesday, June 15th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific, you can catch me hosting AfterBuzz TV's Spotlight On with Kevin Murphy of Rift Tracks and Mystery Science Theater 3000 when we will discuss the huge upcoming MST3K reunion as part of Rift Tracks Live, which will be Tuesday, June 28th. We'll tweet the link out Wednesday afternoon, so be sure to follow at Blackcast on Twitter for all the particulars. And on that note, thank you all for uh, joining us for another very exciting Blackcast. We'll be back with more shenanigans and probably less less estrogen in the future. Uh, for Christian Blatt, Jeff Duray, Agent Romanoff, and Heather Jang Blatt, we'll see you next time on the Blackcast. Good job, Heather, with the bell. <laughs> <laughs> 